Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, however you're watching or listening to the podcast, then share it with your friends. Uh, my wife is trying to be funny. She's off today. It's uh, as I record this, this is a uh, asshole day, otherwise known as Columbus Day. No, no, I wasn't calling you an asshole. Well, uh, you read between the lines, however you want to (laughs) interpret that. Anyway, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening. Yeah, she's a, you know, I told her, I I already started to do the podcast and I had to stop. I was like, you're distracting me. She's not even in the room at the the last time I was recording. But all I could imagine is uh, like all of a sudden I turned my head and she's just like staring at me like a, like a creeper. She, I, we've talked about her before. She's really into those Dateline weird shit. That's just, she, I could see her, just, I turn around and not to say that she's going to kill me. This is a plea for help. Anyway, but um, uh, the, she's like really into creepy stuff. So I could see her thinking that's funny and just like staring at me, like peeking at me and just freaking me out. Anyway, got a lot to get to today. I'm kicking her out of the house uh, because it's, I am, I am a gnat. I am something shiny and I'm going to veer off. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about, I'll take my coffee with a dash of diabetes. Uh, keep your sex toys out of the reach of your animals. Always a good, uh, rule of thumb, uh, restaurant that does a nice thing in that it, it's just going to piss off its employees. And, and and I have some great examples of why. Stranded on an island, and it feels so good. I don't know if I was supposed to sing. I wrote this, like, little intro part, like, uh, like an hour ago. And I, I feel like I was supposed to sing that, but I don't. Stranded on an island, and it feels so good. I can't sing. You're welcome. Dodging space debris in your home, and long live metal. But first... Do yourself and your family, and of course your friends, a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauce. They got amazing dressings, salsas, mustards, margarita mix, Bloody Mary mix. Burns and McCoy's a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range, or you can check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. It's funny, she was distracting me, and I had to make sure I was actually recording. That is a big thing that happens in radio a lot, is um, you'll be doing something, and then you look over, and some idiot, whoever was in charge of recording, forgot to hit the record button. Seriously, that happens a lot more than you would you would imagine. But I did hit record, so good for me. High five to me. I gave myself a high five because that's how I roll. Anyway, before we get into some headlines, I did decide to take my wife out to breakfast this morning. I hop because you know why? She deserves it. You're welcome. Uh, it was funny because she's off today because of uh, it's one of those some companies give this day off Columbus day. Cause Columbus is a whatever. We don't need to get into that garbage that he's a, he didn't even discover America. Anyway, they just don't need to get into it. Pew, 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 pew. Don't need to do that. So we went out to IHOP. It's like eight 30 in the morning. And what do I order? Burger. I love burgers. 
I that's like one of my favorite things. Burgers and sushi. And I've been up s- since like 5:30. So it's I've been up for 3 hours by the time I go to IHOP. I'm past breakfast. I don't really I like breakfast, but then I don't like breakfast. I'd rather just eat a burger. So I did it. I got some jalapenos, some spicy burger. It was delicious. My wife got normal stuff, eggs and bacon and shit. It was delicious. She ate shit? That's disgusting. No. I like to curse. <laughs> it makes me feel happy. <laughs> happy. Anyway, so that that's how my morning started. I feel good. I, lo- I love IHOP. They have great burgers. It was delicious. The lady looked at me. She's like, yeah, we could, we can do that. Apparently, I'm the only idiot that goes in there at 8 o'clock in the morning and orders a burger. It was delicious. You know what? No, I try it next time. Next time you're at IHOP or any place like that, order a burger if it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. Guess what? You're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to be smiling the entire time. You're welcome. About to blow out my sprinkler. After I do this, I'm going to blow out my sprinklers because it's that time of year. It's, you know, we're supposed to get hit with some cold weather here in Colorado. I'm excited about that because I love using my air compressor because I never get to use it. I use it like once a year. So it's exciting to me. So that's what I'll be doing after this. Cannot wait. All right, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. All right, this is weird. I I have never thought of it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try. I have to try it. Hellman's makes some mayonnaise, I guess, and they sent out a tweet that said, "Mayo in your coffee." That's it. That's the tweet. Mayonnaise and coffee. Have you ever done that? I've never heard of it. I've heard of butter in your coffee. Mark Schlereth, who I used to work with over at 104.3 The Fan, used to do that. I mean, it's a great way to gain weight by doing stuff like this. Put mayonnaise in your coffee. Put butter in your coffee. The butter wasn't that bad, but it wasn't, like, great. It's what you, if you, if you can't handle black coffee, I guess that's where you would do it. But mayonnaise in your coffee? I'm going to try this, guys. And I am going to post it on social media for you. I will do that after this episode. Then I will blow out my sprinklers. But they followed up with, because they were getting bombarded with hate. Like, you guys are disgusting. This is their response to this. Because I've honestly never heard of doing this, like I said. But this is what they wrote. It wasn't a typo. Mayo in your coffee is called having a sophisticated palate. It's also called diabetes. Diabetes. Listen, it's sad if anybody has diabetes. My mom has diabetes. My dad had diabetes and then passed away. So I can make fun of it. Uh, that's how you get you. That's how you get obese. Now that being said, I'm going to try this. I don't know. I'm going to be your guinea pig because I I don't see why anybody would. Here's the thing with stuff like this. 
who who tries this for the first time? It's got to be a stoner, right? You're stoned out of your mind. You don't know what you're doing, what you're putting into your coffee. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, my God. I just put fucking mayonnaise in my, my coffee. Mm, delicious. Good thing I have a sophisticated palate. That, ooh, it's going to be interesting. I'll do it. I was going to do it during this episode, but then I was like, what if I'm, like, disgusted the entire episode? Then, then what good does that do? Nothing. Nothing. A dog owner was severely embarrassed when she took her dog that was acting sick to the vet. So the the vet lays down some of those pee pads and they, they help induce some vomiting. Dog starts puking. I watched the video on this. <laughs> they, uh, Dog starts puking up its normal gross stuff. And then all of a sudden, guess what comes out? Yeah. Yeah. A pink dildo. Yep. How embarrassing. You kind of wonder, did they know, did the owner really know that this was going to happen? Because who starts recording their dog getting vomit induced? Who does that? Be like, you know what? This would be a great video. This would be hilarious or just fun to watch. Sometimes I'm very curious about the people that these videos that you see that go viral. And it's like, who's recording this shit? And as we let's sidestep real quick, as we get ready for Halloween, and I know, and by the way, you can submit your scary stories to huffuncensored at gmail.com. The cutoff date is going to be October 25th at midnight. I need those in, and you could win some swag, 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 whatever, whatever you want to call it. Send it in. You can type it out, or you can just uh, do a video if that's easier for you, or send audio, whatever whatever floats your boat, to huffuncensored at gmail.com. Anyway, so I was watching some videos. I like, I listen, I, I on Facebook, I follow some like creepy story thing and there's these videos on there of people allegedly encountering ghosts. And I sit there and I watch most of these and I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. There's this guy allegedly by himself in the middle of the night at this old abandoned hospital going around talking to ghosts for his YouTube channel. Allegedly all by himself. Bullshit. Nobody does that by themselves. You have at least one person with you. Bullshit. You are so... I'm like that. No. And I'll tell you what. That happens a lot. There's a lot of these alleged ghost videos where people are like... They're by themselves out hunting for a ghost. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Baloney. Baloney. You can tell I have kids. Because <laughs> I say, I'll throw in my dad words instead of real cuss words. Baloney. I said that to my daughter the other day. I was like, baloney. I don't even know if she's had baloney before. She's probably like, what the hell's baloney? I'll tell you what baloney is, honey. You stick it in the microwave 
for about, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds, and it heats up and becomes a bowl, and then you take it out, and you put some mustard in there. Delicious. You're welcome, honey. I just got you through college. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so I, circling back to the dog owner, it, puking up the, the sex toy, it's like, Part of me wonders, she probably knew that the dog did that, and she knew it was going to go, you know, it would be a funny video of his puking of a red dildo or a pink dildo. So, did, poor dog. Poor dog. And it was a, yeah, uh, it's probably like six, six inches, and it was a small dog. It's not like a black lab or bigger German Shepherd or anything. No, it was like a, just bigger than a, a poodle. I don't know. I don't know dogs. God, if you guys have learned anything from this podcast is I don't know much. I don't. I just say stuff. Anyway, so that's, I thought that was a little fishy, but it's also, if either way, it's embarrassing. But hey, it's nature. Come on. Everybody likes a little diddle diddle every now and then. If you know what I mean. Yeah, you definitely know what I mean. You, especially you. Maybe not you, but that one. Ooh. Raising Canes puts corporate staff to work as fry cooks, cashiers, due to staffing shortage. I thought that was kind of cool. Good for them. A lot of those people in corporate don't do shit anyway. Overpaid. The people that grind, the people that earn their paychecks are the ones in the, on the front lines. So good for them. That's really neat. But it's also really annoying for those employees that are still there that have to work alongside those corporate stiffs that barely know how to do a job. Oh, and it's, it's nice because these corporate People signed up to help out. And that's neat. That's good. Probably because they don't actually work <laughs> in real life. Right? Have you ever walked back in a sales pit? I know all you salespeople are like, well, I fucking work. <laughs> I do. I do. Not really. Not hard. <laughs> Here, I'm unsubscribing now. You know what I mean. Not you. It's the other people. There's a lot of people out there. You you sit there and you go, how the hell do they fill up a work day? I don't get it. And there's a lot of people, not all of them. There's a lot of people in the corporate side of things that you're like, I don't understand that. I don't understand what they do. So good for them for signing up. It's really a nice gesture. It's a good way to for job security. Like, whoa, dude, I signed up. I worked 40 hours as a fry cook. As a cashier, I did all that. I cleaned bathrooms. You can't fire me. They have 580 locations raising canes dozens uh, nationwide. And they're looking to hire over 10,000 new employees, restaurant workers, by the end of November because they're so short-staffed. And, and pick a company. They're, they're somewhat in the same position. A lot of companies, especially restaurants, grocery stores, they're all dealing with the same shit. Listen, Raising Cane's doesn't sponsor me or anything like that. I just thought there was an interesting story. Raising Cane's plans to invest about $70 million in wage increases 
over the next few months for their frontline workers. But now kind of going back to when you have corporate people working alongside people that actually work for a living. So this has happened to me numerous times where you have somebody from corporate either wanting to get a basic training as they start off in corporate. So they, they send them to work at a, a store for a couple days so they can get the gist of how things run, which in, in a sense is a good thing. But you also get those times where you have somebody that is higher up. I remember I worked at Quiznos and we had the guy that was in charge of the menu. Like he was one of the, the head individuals to come up that came up with the menu. He had no fucking idea how to make a sandwich. It's the weirdest thing. He had the I- basic idea, but he did not know how to do it and did not know how everything worked on the line. It was so frustrating. I fucking hated when corporate would come in because they all did the same thing. They were like, they they just be like baffled, be like, well, look how fast that person is. Or like if they ever said I was fast, you knew they sucked because I just wasn't fast. I knew how to do stuff and I was efficient, but I just wasn't, speed's not my thing, especially, you know, on working the line. Other people, super fast. Me, not so much. There was one guy, yeah, it was from corporate. It was another Quiznos thing. He was trying to do something out of order. I was like, dude, you don't do that. You don't. God, I can't remember what it was. Might have been cutting meat or something. Like, he had no fucking clue. And that happens in, like, every industry. You have the higher-ups that have no fucking clue how shit works. We've talked about that on this podcast. I remember plenty of times where if if the manager tried to do something, even in, like, the restaurant or uh, in the radio industry, when they'd come, come over and try to help out on the programming side, and they just they had no clue. They're like, why do you do it this way? Because you can't do it this way because you run into this, 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 and this. And that's why you have to do it this way. Oh, okay. Uh, can you do that for me? Because I don't know how. Oh, my God. Happened all the time. I will tell you one time, I got Nate Lundy, who now is in charge over at Mile High Sports, who I, I, I work with. And Nate used to be my host he used to be the host on the morning show with mike evans and vic lombardi i produced and ran the board for the show but nate was also the program director he wore multiple hats well one day i just had the flu and i couldn't get a hold of anybody every time i talked i would throw up so i was trying to text people nobody answers it's you're the morning shift so i'm like puking my guts out, like literally running to the bathroom. I want to say it was like almost like clockwork every two minutes or so. He ends up having to run the board and be a co-host so I could go home and, you know, get better. So it's like you do have some people that are management that know how to do stuff. And that's why I respect a lot of people that work their way up to get to the to the next level. I respect the hell out of that. I have a hard time with people that just get hired from the outside and have no idea how to do the bottom work. So it was interesting. Uh, I, I, I applaud Raising Canes for doing this, but I also feel sorry for all those, uh, those frontline workers that have to sit there and go, oh my God. So now they're just training these people so they can get through a shift. Anyway. Since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, 
You can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to TerrapinCareStation.com or come visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether if it's uh, in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you'll always feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you at Terrapin, which is awesome. Not only because you love weed, but because at Terrapin, weed loves you back. Terrapin, flower to the people. Yeah, you're welcome. Flower to the people. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. And our food and underground social games room were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right. So these guys got lost at sea for 29 days. That freaks me out. So they were planning on hugging the coast and going out, these two guys. I I think it was for a fishing trip or some shit. Anyway, they run into stormy weather like almost immediately. Kind of their fault for being dumb and not checking the weather forecast. And then their GPS died. You don't make sure the batteries are charged? Okay. They're out in the middle of the sea by themselves. So they stopped their engine. They saved fuel. They survived on oranges that they had packed for the trip and coconuts they collected from the sea and rainwater they trapped using a piece of canvas. They said it was a nice break from everything, which I could understand in a sense. Like, life is chaotic, you know, social media, all that shit. Just, it's enough. But it just reminded me of the show Naked and Afraid. And if you've never seen Naked and Afraid, it's a great show. And it always makes me think, I want to say they're in there for like three weeks, something like that, where you're, you literally are naked. You have another person that you meet there at some undisclosed location. Like you could be in the Amazon or you could be in a desert. You're allowed to bring like one item Plus, they give you like a, a canvas satchel thing. You need to survive. You need to make your own fire. You need to make your own shelter, I guess you could say, and bedding. How, and then you got to hunt for food and all that shit. And, and you're allowed to bring one item. I would bring a flint. I think that's what I would bring is a flint or a survival knife, I guess. But it's always interesting to think, be like, how would you do? How... Would you be able to survive? I think I could do better if it was by myself. I don't think I could do well if there's if I had to rely on somebody else. I think I, I think I could dig deeper within myself. It was if it was just me, yeah, then I could survive. But you always it's funny and kind of sad when you look at these people. They show before pictures and after pictures, so they're there for twenty plus days. And they lose like 70 pounds because it tells you just how disgusting we are. We just eat, we're eating that, you know, drinking those coffees with uh, mayonnaise in it. Don't know why I gained so much weight. (laughs) But it is, I thought that was kind of a interesting thing to sit there and go, how would you 
react to that. I mean, they're lost at sea for 29 days. And eventually they were found and all that shit. And, but I don't, I don't know if I'd want to be on the ocean for that long. I hate open water, especially if you can't see down in it. I'm just, I assume there's sharks and other things that want to eat me down there. Don't want to be out there. Don't want to. I don't like open water. I can survive for 29 days in, on top of a pool. I could do that. A, a British Colombian woman woke up to a hole in her roof and a space rock on her pillow. She woke up to the sound of a crash through her ceiling and the sensation of debris on her face. This is what she said. I jumped up, turned on the light, couldn't figure out what the heck happened. Looked over, saw a rock, a space rock on the pillow next to her. She could have died. It's just creepy to think that that could just happen. And it makes sense when you think about it. Look how big space is. It's huge. We'll just say that. It's huge. And then the, all of a sudden just, I mean, that could happen to any one of us at any second. Great. Great. I'm just giving you some more shit to, to worry about. You're welcome. You're welcome. Go live in an underground bunker and you'll be fine. Don't come out ever. You'll be fine. I got to be honest, though. If that's how I go, how I go that's kind of cool. What happened to Scott? His head got ripped off by a space rock. That's kind of cool. I mean, it's sad. It is sad if that ever happens to you. Nobody fucking believe it. Be like, holy shit, he exploded? Yeah, yeah. Fucking meteorite right in his dick. <laughs> That'd be my luck. It'd be like something, it hit me embarrassingly. Like I fall, I trip and fall, and then a meteorite goes right up my, my a-hole. You're welcome. <gasps> anyway, moving along. Parents want a high school principal removed for listening to Iron Maiden. But the students in the school are rallying behind her. Students at Eden High School in Ontario have started a petition to keep their principal, Mrs. Sharon Burns, as, uh, you know, their principal. The parents are the ones that are freaking out. Big shocker. The parents are the ones overreacting and trying to say there's a problem when there isn't really a problem. Where have we heard that before? That happens all the time. All the time. So I'm going to read a little bit from this letter from one of the parents talking about how the, the principal blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to sat satanic practices on her public social media platforms where all the students can see them. Our school is based on inclusion and openly displaying satanic symbols on a social media platform that directly goes against the principles of the vast majority of families who represent the school is not inclusive. It's music. What is this, the 1950s? Jesus. Come on. I think this is ridiculous. It's what she believes in. If she if she if she's into uh, 
Satan worship? Who gives a shit? If she just likes the music, who gives a shit? Just because you listen to the music doesn't mean anything. Pull your heads out of your ass, guys. You're the ones that sit there and say, thou shalt not judge and all that crap. But here we are. You're judging. It's music. Is she hurting anybody? Nope. Nope. Maybe your feelings, because she doesn't follow what you follow. That's bullshit. Those parents should be embarrassed. And listen, I'm sure some of you listening to this are like, well, yeah, she shouldn't be a principal. Well, that's where we disagree. I don't think she should be removed from her position. These parents want her uh, removed from this school, and another school can deal with her. Come on. Really? It's music. It's music. Here's what's funny. I've told you about this before. My son especially, I, I will be surprised as long as we help help him along the way. I, I, I would be surprised if he's not a musician when he grows up. He loves music. And it's not just the normal shit. Like, he loves Led Zeppelin. He loves, uh, who is it? Some dickhead YouTuber, one of the sharers, uh, Stephen Sharer and whoever else. Okay? This kid likes just music. He also likes mariachi because I had him listen to mariachi. I love, I just love mariachi. I love the sound of mariachi. And he's like, this is good. I like it. And then he's asking about all the instruments and shit like that. I don't care what he listens to. I do. I shouldn't say that. I do care about what he listens to. As long as it's not saying horrible words. But here's the thing. If my son's teachers or my son's and or daughter's uh, teachers or principals were saying that they love Iron Maiden on social media, I don't give a shit. Good for them. That's what they like. I like Kings of Leon. I like Garth Brooks. Find something else to complain about. That is, that is not worth anybody's time. Iron Maiden, and you're upset about that. Okay, if she starts spouting off like satanic things at your students, yes, fine. Then you can pl you can play the I don't want this lady preaching to my children. Here's the thing: you forget there's more than one religion out there. Two people, there is. There's a lot of fucking religions out there. If somebody believes in something, let them believe in it. At the end of the day, are, are they hurting somebody? If not, leave them the fuck alone. God, I don't agree with if you're into satanic things, okay? I don't understand it. Don't agree with it. Does that make you a bad person? No, it doesn't make you a bad person. You're a Christian? Oh, you're a good person then. No. There's a lot of assholes out there that are Christians, okay? There's a lot of sick motherfuckers out there that are Catholic, okay? Just saying, but there's also a lot of good people out there. 
that have that label attached to them as well. Stop. Stop fucking judging people for what they believe. You guys should be embarrassed. Just take a fucking step back. Leave it alone. My God. Quit being a bunch of cunts about it. Anyway, if you want to support Mrs. Burns, you can go to change.org and search We Need Mrs. Burns, M-R-S dot B-U-R-N-S. If you don't want to support the principal, fuck off. (laughs) I'm going to get hate mail for that. Listen, let people be. If I find out that 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 Mrs. Burns is doing something like horrific and just being like trying to, because I don't think anybody, especially in a school setting, should be preaching their religious beliefs onto people. They shouldn't. The school is for learning. That's it. If you come to find out, it doesn't matter if she, Mrs. Burns believes in something else. She shouldn't be doing that. But all she did was promote on her own social media account that she liked Iron Maiden. I know a lot of people that like music like that. Iron Maiden, Pantera. Guess what? They're good people. Huh? Yeah. They're good people. Jeez, you guys. Oh, they listen to Iron Maiden? Don't invite them over. I don't trust them. I don't. I, next thing you know, they're going to be sacrificing a cat on the kitchen table. We don't need that, Martha. We don't need that. We don't. Come on. Anyway, the Broncos <laughs> the Broncos lost to the Steelers, and apparently Big Ben isn't as washed up as I thought. Oh, hey, my mistake. Broncos country and local media just can't help but start pointing the fingers at, you know, who, why they lost the game. Who, who's the blame? You? You? Is it Fangio? Is it the players? Is it, is it this? Is it that? I've, I've seen a lot of fire Fangio out there on social media. And that's social media. The Broncos are three and two. Yes. And I said last week, I was like, if they start, if they lose to the Steelers, yeah, start hovering over that uh, panic button. The Broncos really didn't kick it into gear to try to actually play or what seems like to try and and actually play to win until like the fucking fourth quarter. It's like, come on, guys. How about this? I was talking to my friend Eric this morning. He's like, hey, everybody's pointing the finger at this, this, and this. How about the Steelers were just a better team? Yeah, that's the thing, too. The the Steelers going into the game were one and three. Broncos... Had a better record. They were three and one. Keep in mind, the Broncos played three shitty teams to get those three wins. But here's the thing. The Broncos lost. They didn't look very good. And Eric's right. Yes, that happens all the time. Sometimes the other team just has your number. They do. But as of right now, the Broncos just aren't a good football team. They're not. Do they have potential? Yes, they do. Could they turn things around? Yeah, it's possible. But here's the thing. The run defense for the Broncos stunk. Play calling stunk. And let's just put this out on the table. Vic Fangio is not the defensive genius that we were all led to believe that he was. 
He's not the Neil deGrasse Tyson of NFL defenses. He's a scientist for all you people that don't know. He's more like that kid at the science fair that waited to the last second to show up and actually give some thought on his project, then showed up with a pocket full of those magnetic alphabets, letters, you know, from his fridge, and then spelled out his name on, some, uh, on a magnetic setting, like a you know, metal sheet. There you go. There's my name. But what he should have spelled out is disappointment because that's what he is when it comes to defense. Vic Fangio is a big disappointment. He is a lie. That's what we got, guys. We got a lie. We got a big, giant sack of stinky disappointment. I'm wearing a shirt that says, embrace the suck. We got to embrace this. Broncos suck right now. They're three and two. Don't get me wrong. They have a winning record. But woo, if they don't improve, I mean, geez, you start looking at their schedule. They, next, they got the, the Raiders. I, I don't know if they can beat the Raiders. They also have, just look at their own division. I mean, I said it on a, another podcast. I was being interviewed, uh, the far end of the bench podcast. They asked me who I thought could give the Chiefs a run for their money within the division, and I said the Chargers. Look at the Chargers. I said that before the season even started. Chargers may run away with the AFC West, and that's, dis it, that's disgusting. But at least the Chiefs won't do it. As of right now, the Chiefs are struggling. But I don't see the Broncos even coming close to stealing this division. They need to take a step back and regroup because I don't know what the fuck is wrong, but they are a chicken running around with their head cut off. They have, it feels like that they have no fucking clue what's going on. They don't. So they need to get better. Vic Fangio, you're a disappointment right now. Make me eat my words, please, for the love of God. I want to see that defense that we are all promised. Be the Neil deGrasse Tyson of the NFL defenses, Fangio. Not the kid that was like, fuck, science project, shit. Steal all the alphabet letters off the fridge, stick them in your pocket, run to school, slap them on some uh, metal and be like, hey, there's my name, science. No, disappointment. Come on. Bridgewater was okay. Just okay. Up next is the Raiders. I don't know. I don't know if the Broncos can do it. Anyway, putting a bow on this thing. Yeah, I'll take my coffee with uh, the diabetes. I'm going to do that. I'll do that. I'll do that after the podcast. And I'll post it on social media. Me trying coffee with mayonnaise. I'll do it. For you. And for science. I doubt... The lady, I, I, I call bullshit on that. She had to have known that her, her dog deep-throated that pink dildo. And then she's like, let's get it on camera. And I'll act surprised. She'll probably end up getting like some sex toy deal out of it. Somebody else send her, like some company will be like, here's 100 dildos. Congratulations. Uh, I, I, I applaud, uh, who, who was it? Jeez, now I can't remember their name. Raising canes for doing that with their corporate staff, 
you know, actually working for once in their lives <laughs> and uh, helping out on the, on the front lines. I think that's cool. Very cool of them. Always think about what you would do if you were stranded, whether it's on an island or at sea. How would you handle that? 29 days for those guys. That's, I don't think I can handle that, especially with somebody else. Maybe by myself. Maybe by myself. Dodging space debris. That is going to go through your head all day. It's going to go through your head when you go to sleep. You're like, am I going to wake up? Or am I going to have a rock right through my chest? You're welcome. More things to fear, courtesy of me. And long live heavy metal. And anybody that sits there and complains about what you listen to and judges you based on what you listen to, they can go fuck off. Because it doesn't matter what you listen to. Come on. Does she do a good job? Does she do a good job? And what her job is, does she do a good job? Yes? That's all that matters. Who gives a crap if she likes Iron Maiden? It's ridiculous. Instead of pointing the finger, pull the thumb. Okay? Think about that. Quit pointing your finger at everybody else. Maybe you should start pu pulling the thumb. Start pointing it back at yourself. S fucking dicks. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and then share it. If you could, share it. That'd be great. Thank you so much to Burns and McCoy. Check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. You're going to have a great time. It's a great atmosphere and just amazing food. And thanks so much to Terrapin Care Station, terrapincarestation.com. That's spelled T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com. Check them out. It's a great website. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Da Huff Uncensored. Make sure you send me those uh, uh, scary stories, your creepy stories, whatever they are, to dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. The cutoff date's going to be October 25th of this year. I don't want somebody sending me something like, you know, in five months, be like, I thought I still had time. No, it's October 25th, 2001. I need it by midnight. Send me those scary, creepy stories, whatever they might be. Send them to me, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.